Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden, and I am your host. This is episode number 61. Uh, Like I said before, it's been a little sporadic because of vacations and other uh, things, but I think we're back on track. This week, I am excited to bring you a special guest. Um, I uh, have an interview um, with Mr. Shane Bedford, who has some great tips on Facebook marketing, some really smart stuff here. So make sure that you listen all the way to the end. I would really appreciate it. Let's get into today's interview. Okay, I have with me today Mr. Shane Bedford. Um, he owns a uh, ATA school in Kansas, is that right? Yes, Kansas City. Kansas yes, City, awesome. Um, uh, and uh, I, I've seen a bunch recently uh, of Facebook stuff from you. Uh, you've been posting online um, in the Instructors Corner for ATA and stuff like that, and you've got a lot of great success with uh, some Facebook marketing. So um, before we kind of get into some some nuts and bolts, uh, like what got you involved in the the Facebook marketing stuff? That's a good question. I- Probably the easiest way to answer that is to go back to basically starting in marketing because Facebook marketing has been just a type of marketing, but we went, if we go way back, I've been involved in marketing for businesses for a long time. I spent 10 years doing business operations for membership-driven businesses and had the luxury of working with a national ad buyer and learned a lot from her. Getting into martial arts, it's been fun, but everybody says the same things. How do you get those new clients in? And the short answer is marketing. And with Facebook, Facebook's been one of those things that's been a very powerful marketing tool. And as I started to learn more and more about it, it was something that I just couldn't walk away from. And so we really started putting a lot of effort into understanding Facebook so we could market in Facebook but the marketing concepts have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the more we learned about Facebook and how powerful it was, it just just snowballed and snowballed to where we actually started hiring people just to help us manage our Facebook campaigns and manage our Facebook, uh, essentially our, our placement. So uh, it's been very powerful for us, especially in the last year. So are you guys doing the majority of your marketing through Facebook? What what uh, other channels are you using these days, or is it mainly um, social media? We are mainly social media. Of course, we do a lot of internal mm-hmm. referrals, word of mouth, uh, yes, online. But if I were to say, if I'm spending any money on marketing, it is all Facebook. Yeah. Obviously, we invest inside the school, but... Uh, Facebook is our paid marketing. Our number one. Yes, yeah. sir. 
Yeah, I, I, I love uh, when I get people to come in, uh, the yellow page guy or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, it only costs you this many hundred dollars." I'm like, you know how many targeted people I can get on Facebook for that amount of money, you know, and for a book that, you know, you want me to pay and no one opens and they throw away right away and stuff. Uh, Facebook, the the targeting is my absolute favorite. It, it just is so great because you're you're only paying money to reach the people you want to reach. Absolutely. I mean, we've never in the history of marketing, we have never had the ability to get in front of our potential clients easier, faster, better, more cost effective than we have with Facebook. Period. Hands down. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I I, I absolutely love it. Um, so you guys are running Facebook, um, ads, campaigns and stuff, um, all the time. Uh, what are some examples of successes and things that you guys have had from marketing on Facebook? Uh, probably one of our most recent ones would have been during worlds. And, uh, I, I love this example. It's been very powerful for us because we weren't here. We were at Worlds all week. Mm -hmm. And so we set up an ad and uh, we set it up to start pretty much the day that we left. We left on Tuesday. We started there and then we wanted it to run through 4th of July and into the next week uh, up until the weekend through Thursday, Friday. So essentially less than two weeks, about, about, 12, to, about 12 days, I think, is what our total run time was. And our initial budget was $300. And we do a lot of beta testing, uh, split mm -hmm. testing on our ads. And so as the week started, we started shutting off ads. And so those two weeks, we ran, we ran a half dozen ads uh, targeting various areas and demographics. And then at the end of it, we spent, I think it ended up being 260 some odd dollars for that ad and our goal was 30 paid trials. So our ads are designed to get someone to pay to come in and check us out. Now it's a, what we call in marketing, a low level commitment. Mm -hmm. So we get that low level commitment and they come in and they check us out. And then it's really up to us to, to prove the value of our programs. But our goal was 30 and we shut the ad off a little early because we, we hit our number. I think we hit, the first week before the weekend, before 4th of July, uh, we already had had a 20. So from the Tuesday before Worlds to the end of the month, we had 21 paid trials that came in. It's like, all right, great. We're almost to our goal. And then uh, it continued and we, we hit our 30. We let the ad finish up. We set it to shut off in a day or so. And then we started seeing residuals come in after that. And it ended up turning into... 46 paid trials. So the nuts and bolts of it, we paid 260 some odd dollars and we collected in the initial payment for the trial, we collected uh, over 300, between three and 350 in money collected for the trials. And those are, have come in since then. We've actually had to book them out into the next testing cycle because we just can't cater to them effectively. We want mm -hmm. them to see the value. If they come in now and we have 20 new people on the floor in the night, we just can't do it. But uh, that's been a huge success for us. That's awesome. As far as 
the advertising doing what it's supposed to. Now, yeah. after they get here, that's a whole, probably a whole nother podcast, but. Uh, yeah. And that's a, you know, I mean that, uh, you know, hopefully is something that schools are nailing down and getting better and better at, um, you know, there's a billion resources out there for that. Um, Facebook seems to be, it, it's so funny to me. I'm watching, um, you know, conversations online about, you know, your success with this. Obviously you have a lot of a marketing background. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, school owners that just, they don't have even the basics of what they should be doing on Facebook. Um, yet what are some of those things that like, Let's say, like, for me personally, I love to dig into, you know, the power editor and do some different tests on things and play with my targeting and all those kind of stuff. But let's say I'm, you know, Joe Schmo's karate school and I just set up an email account. Um, I switched from um, CompuServe to uh, Google just to last week and uh, I'm figuring out this Facebook things. So what are some things that I have to be doing? Uh, so have tos for Facebook. Uh, you have to, well, honestly, to put it plainly, you have to treat it like you get a chance to visit with everybody in your area that is potential clients by actually going into their living room and standing in front of them, of them and talking to them. Uh, have tos would be scheduling content. If you're not scheduling and thinking way out ahead, and thinking that your content is going to be in their living room every day, every night. It's going to be at their desk while they're at work, and they're supposed to be working, of course, but they're on Facebook instead. So have to is you have to engage with them. Uh, biggest way time management is scheduling your engagement, and you have to stop doing the, here's my Facebook page, you should do martial arts. Here's my Facebook page, <laughs> you should do martial arts. Here's yep. my Facebook page, buy from me now. Yeah. It, if I walked into a potential client's living room and said, hi, I'm from the local martial arts school, want to buy? Yeah. Uh, it will not work, and that's what I think most Facebook pages for martial arts look like. And so... Uh, the content is huge and here's my here's my quick tip for everyone and it's it's a little bit different than what you'll see a lot of the content stuff on facebook all the gurus are saying do this do this do this uh, this is a little bit different from our background in business especially with membership driven business which Martial arts is a membership-driven business. We want them to come in. We want them to come in every week. We want them to feel like this is a part of their weekly routine, mm -hmm. like buying gas. It's You're going to have to do it. It's, it's just a part of your life. It's like buying groceries. This is a part of your life. One of the things that we have is a what's called a captive market. We have a student base. So most of the Facebook stuff out there tells you to talk to your potential clients now, that is important but i think we get so focused on that that we we talk to the person that doesn't know about us and they say hey we're great you don't know about us but we're great come in and that's 
awesome for a lot of the con a lot of the concepts that are advertising through Facebook, but I don't think that it plays well when you have a membership-driven business, especially one that pulls in a such a small percentage of any given market. We have a captive market with our student base, and they are the ones that can engage with us. So we have to walk a fine line, and this is what I would tell everybody on Facebook uh, for your business page. Don't make it a newsletter to your students, and don't make it an advertisement to non-students. You have to walk a fine line. You have to create content that shows that you're the expert in your area. It's the kind of information that your current students will want to engage with. They're the ones that love you already and they know you're the expert. So when they see that you post something that says, I'm an expert, you're kind of talking to them, but what you're really doing is giving them something that they can tell their friends. See, this is why I go to this guy or this gal and this is why I train here. They know their stuff. Look at all this awesome information. And so then they refer us because unless you're talking about UFC or any kind of sport combat, the people that are not buying from us that are not students currently are the ones that are, sorry about that. No, that's fine. They're the ones that have no context or experience for what we're trying to offer. So that being the case, we have to create it. And the only way we can create context and experience is through the context and experience of our current student base. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I think of it sometimes like um, talking to the grandparent um, on Facebook. Um, the one, the person that's just like one person disconnected, they see it a little bit in um you know their child's life or whatever but they're not super connected um you know there's that like you said that that middle line there that you got to balance yes that's so a great way to explain it that's perfect um you you were talking about um your different uh you know ads and those kind of things i i want a, a question that i had nagging in my head um that I have to kind of go back to real quick is uh, you were talking about paid trials. Um, you do that through your website then, or a, a special landing page. You do um, Rainmaker and do it through there. How do you do that with your ads? Um, so we do have a website and the website is just like all the websites that uh, are being offered for our industry. It has lead capture information whether it's phone number and email, and then leads them through a process then that takes us to, and we do use Rainmaker where we can utilize their profit generator system to sell the trial, which then populates our management system for mm -hmm. that information. So yeah, that's that's the primary function of our ads is to get them to go to the page. To one of those profit generators. Yeah, profit generator via the web page. Gotcha, okay. Um, yeah, little side tangent there it was just a nuts and bolts question that I, I was, I was wondering about. So do you, I've played a lot with, with Facebook ads, um, you know, the ins and outs and, and different things. Do you suggest that a school owner, um, or, or someone on their staff or whoever, do they need to, to get in there and start playing with the system or, or should they farm this out to somebody else? 
Or does it depend would, on kind of what they, how they feel about marketing and stuff? I would say it depends on how they feel about learning, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, uh, my background is in business management operations. And so before this, I had, I had 10 years of business operations management uh, under my belt and then came into martial arts. And probably one of the biggest things that I noticed with managers, uh, managers that work for me is there's a couple different types and uh, I'm going to just translate it into what I see for martial arts school owners. There's a lot of incredible instructors out there, incredible martial artists, better instructors than me, better martial artists than I am that I look at them and I go, wow, they should be running a school. They should have a cabillion students. Mm -hmm. They are so incredible. And then what it falls to is they're not, they are the product. They are not the business owner. Mm -hmm. And being a business owner is tough and it takes an education in business. It's one of the reasons why most businesses fail in the first five years is because Someone who's a really good cook decides to open up a restaurant but doesn't know anything about running a restaurant. Yes. Uh, I say that not wanting to offend any school owners, but the truth of the matter is, is that we, I include myself because I've been there, we fail to treat our business like we treated our black belt. We stop setting goals. We, we start looking for the easy fix instead of training. Yeah. setting smart goals and saying, all right, I want to advertise. I want to be great at it. I want to be the best black belt at business or in marketing that I can be right now. It's, it's humbling. You have to be modest to say right now I'm a white belt at Facebook and say, what is it going to take to be an orange belt and a yellow belt? And I think you and I are on the same page. We're constantly learning. You talked about the power editor. Uh, I, just getting people into the ads manager, which is kind of <laughs> level two. Power editor is level three plus, and uh, I try to explain power or not power editor, but even just the ads manager to people. And it's I'm talking camelback concepts. Yeah. They're still white. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely overwhelming. Yes, sir. So I would say start small, but but think of it like your training. You have to be humble enough to go. I don't know, but I have to learn if I want to be great at this. And that's, that's probably a big deal uh, that I see with school owners is getting on Facebook in particular and just bits and pieces. Uh, we've spent two years starting with the bits and pieces. Uh, in the beginning, I spent about 10 hours a week preparing for next week. That, that's how bad it was. That's that's how much of a white belt I was. I'm going to devote one day just to create, and it was poor content. It was bad. I only had one page and no groups and wasn't advertising. Uh, and still, I just, I was still trying to figure out how to rechamber my front kick at that point. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I love your point about the different kinds of owners as well. I know when I took the basic business course from ATA headquarters, um, once it been 14 years ago now before I opened my school, uh, Chief Master DeLeggi insisted that everybody go out and get um, the E-Myth. 
and, and read Michael oh, yes. Gerber's E Myth book. Um, and I, anybody who's ever thinking about, you know, starting a business needs to go out and read that book because, you know, a lot of people don't want a business; they want a a job that, you know, isn't the business. Um, right. and and I want that security of the job, but. With no boss. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a big point. So let's say um, I've just seen recently you have um, started taking on – are you starting to take on some clients, some people that you're helping with this kind of thing? Tell us a little bit about what you've got going on. Uh, yes, sir. It's it's kind of a big package. I've, to preface this, my passion is – ATA. ATA mm-hmm. has done so much for me. My instructor, uh, through his graciousness, has helped me get to where I am, and I'm happy. I love what I do, and so I, I cannot uh, neglect where we got it from. We always have to respect our parents, essentially. And Yes, sir. So I see, and I'm sure if you're, you're probably doing the same thing. There's so many groups, and there's so many consultants out there mm-hmm. in the industry and it it pains me a little bit because we are we are supposed to be the biggest and the baddest and that's what I want and uh, for two reasons one I care about my my brothers and sisters in the ATA but two uh, on a selfish note I have a school and I have non-ATA schools around me and so I know that those other schools around me may be getting an education and it's coming from people outside the ATA, other consultants. Yes, sir. So if they're doing that, then I know that they have the potential to get better. And the better they get, the smaller that I could potentially get. So I want to be the most educated. I want to be the, the best in my area. So that way I survive, I to put it plainly. But I don't want to see another ATA school in an area get overrun by a competitor because that competitor is getting educated. And I have uh, I have a business mentor. Uh, the person that I worked for for 10 years has been an incredible business mentor to me. He taught me about business and about marketing. And uh, when I went to his house and told him that we're buying a business, uh, he was very proud, which was an awesome feeling. And he, he said, do a great job, be so good, and then help others. He goes, I helped you. Now I'm going to commission you to go help others. Because he, he's really an entrepreneur. He believes in our, our the United States. He believes in commerce. He believes in making sure that, that we as a, a culture stay financially successful. And so he's like, every person that's worked for me that's been in your position has gone out and helped others and wants me to do it. And so I can't think of any better way to do it than to just focus on the ATA. Mm-hmm. I don't want to help. I, I potentially, I, or honestly, I don't want to help any of our ATA brothers and sisters. I don't want to help their competitors ever. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you know, start with yourself. We got to, we got to make sure we've got a strong foundation. We've got a strong organization. We've got a strong um, brand, just like anybody else wants to have a strong brand. Yes, sir. So what we have is is what I've been commissioned to do from my mentor is to help educate for business and for marketing. So uh, we put together this Black Belt Business Group, and 
Uh, I know you're a fan of blogs. One of the things that we've done is, and they've just pop, they just started, so some of the content hasn't even populated yet. It's all scheduled in August. We have three blogs that we will be writing so that you have that content to post. And it is, it's not completely ATA specific because we want it to be shared even outside of the ATA, mm -hmm. but it's written with the ATA school expert in mind. So it's not about that jujitsu move. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, it may, but it's, and it's not about that thing that happened overseas or that tournament that we're not participating in. Oh, it's about that drives us. me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's, that's all great stuff, but yeah. we are the experts. We are. Well, and that's, so, I, I tell school owners all the time, I, I get so frustrated having, seeing them um, forward and share stuff on Facebook that, that are great articles, but I'm like, you could have written this article. You're an expert in this. Yes. Why are you sharing this information and pointing to somebody else when you can point to all this, you could say all these same things? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. And that's, that's for whatever reasons. And I think, uh, you've got a really good eye for looking at, uh, some of the school owners and instructors and going, okay, you kind of fall in these categories, not right or wrong, not good or bad. Just it's, it's like body types. Yes, sir. You've got this body type, you've got this body type. Let's, let's work with our strengths. And for whatever reason, we as a collective have a hard time focusing on the things that could uh, have so much potential. And so that's what we decided to do is to offer some tangible concepts like blogs and like content packages. So that way those that can't do it, or even those that are like, I'm not going to spend the time. My time's more valuable than that. They have options. And then the Black Belt Business Group is broken up into pieces where we can help educate. And it's that, that, white through black belt concept of I'm not going to just tell you that you need to run this system, this system, this system. Congratulations. You're a black belt. It's why does a system work? Uh, you know, in our, in marketing steps, there's 11 steps in our marketing funnel that we teach, but one of the biggest two is just basically awareness and relatability. And we've all seen the scripts of, Hi, I'm so-and-so from the local martial arts school. We have kids just like your kids at our school. And right mm -hmm. there, that sentence gives us awareness. Hey, are you aware that we exist? And relatability. We train exactly what you're looking for. Um, there's an old joke about marketing that says, imagine being a martial arts instructor and you jump somebody as they're going down the street, you beat them up and then you throw a card on them and you say, if you knew martial arts, this wouldn't have happened to you. <laughs> it's a horrible example, but it creates awareness and relatability and definitely some consideration. Yes, it's, sir. We want to teach people that there's concepts that are better than the systems that are out there. And uh, it pains me to see black belt school owners who are asking for a system that they don't understand. It's like mm -hmm. coming into class saying, you know what? I just want to spar at the black belt level. Uh, will you tell me a couple moves that will help me win? And if you said that to a school owner or instructor and said that 
students are going to start doing that, they would shake their head and say, not in my school. Yes, sir. Then we as school owners, we do the same thing with our business and our marketing. We call someone up and say, hey, so how'd you get all those students? Let me copy your ad. Yeah. And I'll do the same thing. I'll I'll win that tournament or I'll get the same results. And and that's what a lot of the consultants do. And we wanted to create a system, an education platform where we didn't do that. Well, and that's, I mean, it's so, it just like you said with the the sparring or the system with that the especially in marketing these days with the technology and the websites and the things that are going on if you're if you're only learning a, a, a you know one ad of how to do it tomorrow facebook changes you know and the next day you know you've got snapchat and you've got musically and you've got you know all these different things uh, if you don't learn the principles and the understanding behind it, it doesn't, you know, it only lasts you a couple of days and then you're on to something new. Yes, very much so. Uh, Facebook on on a monthly basis changes <laughs> something. Yes, sir. At least uh, at I'm, least monthly. <laughs> I ran that ad that I, I discussed over the 4th of July weekend in Worlds. And on the 29th, I believe it was, of June... Uh, they made a change to the business page algorithm. And uh, unless you were anticipating it or unless you knew about it ahead of time, it really does have an adverse effect on the general school because we don't put content out there. It's going to make it harder and harder for pages to be seen, or at least the content, unless you're doing certain things. Well, luckily, and this is why this week was successful for us even after the ad was over, is we'd been doing all the things that we knew Facebook liked. And so when they made that algorithm change, it actually helped us get more reach. But it killed a bunch of other people. And moving forward, if you're not doing certain things, no one will see anything that you do unless you're paying a premium for it. And then just this last weekend, uh, at the time of this recording for this podcast, this last weekend, Facebook launched their Instagram uh, for business. Yeah, so, I saw that. And so that's been huge. We've yeah. been, and that, that's a that's a different demographic for martial arts schools, and it's one that we we want to need to be tapped into. So yes, same sir. thing with Snapchat, of course. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy how fast it changes. And then I will talk to a school owner that I talked to one the other day, and they said. Oh, I have to set up an account online to use that app. We don't want to set up another account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Good luck. Have fun yes. with that. <laughs> yes. Okay. And it's, it's just a matter of keeping up with the times. If, yes, if we don't keep up with the bullies, what the bullies are doing today, we can't teach bully defense that we were teaching 20 years ago. Bullies are different. We have to change. And being a master, you sir, you know, you know, you, I'm sure your your technique has changed, and oh, yeah. you know has changed. As a skilled practitioner of martial arts, I just my my goal, what I my passion would be for us as business owners is to change and treat business and marketing and how we retain and collect our new students. In the same fashion that we attack our, our physical training and the importance of 
of being able to well, short and skinny, kick and punch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I think that's great advice. Um, do you have a, a website for obviously um, ATA people and uh, I have non-ATA listeners and, and that's fine, but um, they know that I'm very passionate about ATA and they uh, understand that that my focus is ATA as well. Um, so if there are ATA people who are interested in, in contacting you and getting a hold of you um, or, or seeing what you have to offer in education, those kind of things, where should we send them? Uh, of course, they can get a hold of me on Facebook, <laughs> wink, wink, uh, under Shane Bedford. Well, we had a, a, a bit of a technical difficulty right there at the very end. Um, but if you are an ATA member and you want to check out what Mr. Bedford's got going on, um, you can check out the website at blackbeltbusinessgroup.com, blackbeltbusinessgroup.com. Or um, what I would suggest doing is just finding him on Facebook and uh, talking to him there. Um, or you, uh, if you're an ATA um, school owner, you're probably part of the ATA Instructors Corner group on Facebook, and you can find them in there as well. Um, some great advice in today's interview. I hope you found that useful. Lots of cool stuff coming up, but I've got to get out and uh, head to the school here in just a couple of minutes. Got a great intro ready to go. Um, I want to talk to you guys in the next couple of episodes about some uh, maybe some software changes I might be making um, and uh, get some more interview or some more input on that. But uh, until next week, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.